Welcome to the War Room here on KOKC Radio. I am your host, Sean Fry, the managing sports editor of the Parsons Sun and Chanute Tribune. And we have a new guest on the War Room this week. Finally, I get him in here. It's about time. <laughs> He's been ducking me for a couple weeks now, but he finally succumbed to, peer, to the peer pressure of his boss and decides to come on my show. It is Wesley Kroll, the first-year head coach of the Parsons track and field team, also an assistant coach on the boys' basketball team. He's been in the district for about five years. Uh, Wesley, w- welcome to the show. It's about time. Thank you so much, Sean. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be on here. <laughs> uh, so, Wesley, uh, you know, I we're recording this on a Saturday. I saw you guys compete at the Chanute meet. Uh, how did you guys do in that? And how's this kind of first spring been? What's this first spring been like for you as, as a head coach? I know you've been involved with the team for a while, but yeah, now, now it's your baby. Yeah. It, uh, I, I always tell my friends and family, it's one of my dream jobs. Uh, just be, I love track and, uh, did it a few years in high school. I got to it late and, uh, it, the atmosphere, I was really looking forward to this. I loved coaching with Barkus in the past. Um, yesterday we were at Chanute, uh, we did, it was a very competitive meet. Our boys got fourth and I think our girls ended up sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, both in the top half of what was a, oh, a big field, yeah. a 15 team field. That's, that's up there for the biggest meet I think you've been in this year so yeah. far. It's gotta be one of the closer ones. And I always, yeah. I always liked this meet and the meet right before at Gerard cause I just feel like it gets truly gets the kids ready for that kind of meet like sek and regional mm-hmm. uh we uh you know regionals are coming up leagues coming up league is at coffeeville this this year this thursday this yeah. th- this, this coming thursday mm-hmm. uh league is always a fun one uh last year you guys that was where you i think high jump you or, or jumper you <laughs> yeah. really became the moniker for parsons <laughs> why, why why has that become the moniker you have anaya hinman who's who's set the school record in triple jump as mm-hmm. a sophomore by the way mm-hmm. uh you have jesse jones is he the is jesse jones the record holder in the triple jump on the boys side Devonte yates Devonte yates is, yeah. that's right and he the, if i remember correctly he he Cleared 40, if I remember. Yeah, right. he was yeah. about 40, 45, 46. Yeah. What's Jesse jumping right now? Uh, he Yesterday was his first day back from a little hamstring injury, uh, and he's back to 40, 42 feet. And okay. that's that's about where he was at State last year, a little bit further. Um, that's what we're, we were even talking about it uh, halfway through his jumps yesterday. He's like, we, now let's get to 43. Let's get to 44. What was he, what did he finish at state last year? Third. He yeah. did get third. It was like 42, 11. Where, where, how do you, uh, anticipate, you know, you're, you're obviously you're going to make a push for him to try and get, you know, when you finish third <laughs> yeah. and you're a sophomore going into your junior, year, you're thinking, okay, you know, the real question is, okay, how do we win Wait, yeah. this? And he's at about the mark he was last year mm-hmm. at State. How specifically with Jesse Jones do you make that final push to turn, what was it, 42 into the, the, a winning mark of about 43 or 44? Yeah, so there's <clears throat> definitely still room to work with them, and he knows that even. Uh, this, these next couple of weeks of practice, uh, obviously our main goal is to keep him healthy and get him get mm-hmm. that hamstring stronger. But uh, we're just going to drill, drill, drill work. Uh, talking about his phases, 
You know, uh, we, and, and for, for what it's worth, yeah. I want you to go into the weeds of track and yeah. field technique and everything. I, I'm, I'm just as interested as any other listener is mm-hmm. going to be. It's something that I think more of us need to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, in the, his triple jump right now, uh, we're happy to get him back to actually, I think our goal is like 40 because just because of the injury and we're already at 42 and now it's just going to be like sharpening, sharpening at practice, that drill work and stuff. The last part of his triple jump, that's where we really need to work right now. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, we talked about it a lot last night, even. He's, we're ready for these next couple of weeks of practice. I'm glad our meets are at the end of the week so we can get yeah. those practices in. And of course, pray for that good weather mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> that is, it, it was nasty for the throwers out there at oh. Chindu. There was, they were basically playing in a, in a marsh. Yeah. <laughs> out there. It was, it was. And Chindu uh, has, they have great facilities. I was, I was happy we got the. I was glad it was. I thought it could be worse with how much rain we got in the area. Oh yeah, yeah. that's the nice thing about Chanute. Have I mean, there's some people that like turf, and some people that don't like it. Mm-hmm. My personal preference is if you're going to maintain it perfectly, natural turf is better. Yeah, but I understand that you know maintaining it perfectly can be expensive in the long run yeah. compared to turf. So I understand, but uh, obviously it was able to drain out quickly and, <laughs> yeah. and you know everything was able to get rolling I, I i was watching the long jump and the triple jump pits for a little bit mm-hmm. they didn't look too the pits themselves didn't yeah. look too rain down they probably had them covered mm-hmm. uh they did a, they do a good job over there at they Chindu. do yeah. they, they they cannot stop passing bond issues it seems. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. so, but uh Let's. Uh, I want to also ask about Anaya Hinman. Mm-hmm. We've we've talked about her on this show before. I brought in Brooke Hopper on this show. I brought mm-hmm. in Pat Shibe on this show. Uh, the volleyball and the girls basketball coach at Parsons, and we talk about really just the potential that Anaya yeah. has. But my my argument for her is that right now, uh, stripping away, you know, even talent or anything else. Uh, not that she's not talented. She's the most athletic person mm-hmm. in that building. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, you know, on the girls' side, uh, she's the most athletic person in that building. How do you, how do you tap that potential? And you've coached an athlete before that is Gandhi one mm-hmm. and Nina Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and that Nina Taylor is someone who overcame numerous injuries, injuries yeah. and, and continues to do so. Yeah, and is playing Division One basketball. I remember. Before she, uh, I think it was she broke her wrist or broke her thumb or something like that her freshman year mm-hmm. at Oral Roberts, uh, and she missed the rest of the year. She was playing about eight minutes a game yeah. uh, her freshman year, and so nine, I think, more people than should are going to look at them and be like, oh, she's only getting eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked at that, and I thought, a true freshman's getting eight minutes a game yeah. out of Parsons, Kansas at the D1 level? Like, I mean, she's, she must be killing it. Yeah. Uh, how, do you, how do we get... Anaya Hinman to that type of level because I believe she is truly that athletic. I yeah, I do too. Um Anaya is so the thing is about her like last year, first off, a million congrats to Anaya. I feel like I never brag about her enough about the school record, but she's it's her school record, record she to keeps, hold her in triple jump. Yeah, as a fresh she did it last year as a freshman and it kind of took us to look at it and be like, Anaya just broke that school record. Like we weren't even freshman going triple yeah. jump you can't do triple jump in middle school uh so it was brand new to her uh, <laughs> yeah. school record holder school record so it's like yeah, i uh who it. had it by the way oh, 
I cannot. I'll have to look that one up. I cannot remember. It might come to me before this yeah. is over. But um, she, uh, it was from like early nineties, early nineties, I think. Would it have been the Gross Girl? Maybe it was not. It, it was, was not. not. Okay. Yeah. At that, if it wasn't her, then I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm that's be, it's yeah. beyond my uh, yeah. knowledge of the history of Parsons. Uh, she is so she's young and. That's what I'm I'm thinking. She has that potential and and I even see it in triple jump, like what I coach her in the most. Mm-hmm. Um little at a time, little at a time, little at a time, getting better and better. And I think that's gonna come in basketball. I think it's gonna come as she gets older, still only a sophomore. Uh I just noticed she she is getting more of a fire underneath her. And I think that's what's what yeah. she needs to take her to that next level. Obviously, I think she had a, a she got a big confidence boost last year. I think with the uh, with finishing third mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, in the state in triple. She got third seventh. as well, right? Seventh. She got seventh. Yeah. Okay, podium, uh, still medal. Yeah, yeah, on the podium for the triple jump as a freshman mm-hmm. in the state. Uh, you get it's just a little confidence boost. Yeah, uh, especially considering we knew she was athletic, we knew the capabilities she had, but her freshman year, the team sports she was on were, were still in the rebuilding yes. phase. Volleyball was still rebuilding, I believe. They had that was their first true turnaround season, yeah. under Brooke, but it was still a bit of a rebuild. And mm-hmm. and Pat, they they had a rough year. They yeah. they I think they won five games, which mm-hmm. is certainly better than the zero they won the previous yeah. year, but. Uh, they, again, those teams were still in rebuild mode. We saw those teams take bigger steps forward this year to the point where basketball had a winning season. Yeah, they, those They're girls over exciting. there on, the, on those yeah. girls opposite you guys had a winning season. They were an exciting team to watch, mm-hmm. and I was a huge part of. It. She has got to hit the weight. I feel, I feel like she's got to hit the weight room. Weight room, yes. Wait, I feel like we stress to all of our kids. Mm-hmm. It, it's got to be important. It's got to be a focus. Um, with our team, we got uh, Coach Cato uh, Bar Miller. He actually is the one uh, with our workouts and stuff, and yeah. that, that's something we try to reg. <laughs> we want to regulate. Kato Bar Miller, I'll tell you what: if you want to, if you want your self esteem just crushed, <laughs> yeah. by just by looking at a guy, well, go 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 hang out with Kato Bar Miller. Hey, he well, he comes up with the workouts, then he does a lot of the workouts. I was like, yeah, Kato, don't lift too much in front of them. Don't break their spirits. I know. <laughs> <laughs> And you're not kidding, yeah. by the way. Like, and then we have Coach Clay. Uh, uh, she's the head cross-country coach, and she's yeah. out there when we do our distance stuff. She runs Sally with Clay, them, yeah. too. Yeah. And I mean, Absolutely. she's and she she did, she's done well with that uh, cross-country team. She's done she's done right by Kenzie Baldwin mm-hmm. a lot. I know. And Kenzie Baldwin is a very, Kenzie Baldwin is very quietly leave. She's a senior, right? Junior. She's a junior. Yes. But so junior, senior. By the time she graduates, she's going to leave as a very decorated athlete very in this decorated. school. Yes. Uh, multiple time. I, I believe she's a multiple time league champion in cross country. Mm-hmm. I know she won it won this past year, year yeah. and I want to say she won it last year. I know she's been the state multiple times in cross country. Yes. She's been the state in track and field. Yes. I mean. I don't think enough. I'm just as guilty as anybody else. Not enough people talk about Kenzie Baldwin. That is true. And what the thing about Kenzie Baldwin is, she's she is the leader of our team. The lead, especially the lead by example leader. Everything, everything asked. The workouts. You want more workouts. You want more running stuff like that. (laughs) You wish you had a thousand. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wes, we're gonna go to a quick break. When we come back, we'll uh, want to keep talking a little. 
keep talking shop a little bit on track? Yes, sir. All right. More Wesley Kroll, head coach of the Parsons Vikings track and field team here on the War Room when we come back. Don't go anywhere. And we're back here on the War Room here on KOKC Radio, uh, joined by Wesley Kroll, the head track and field coach of the Parsons Vikings. Uh, Wesley, one one thing that I always think about when it comes to track and field is the effect that it has on other sports. Mm-hmm. You're an assistant coach for the boys basketball yeah. team, so you, you, you're you're a lead into it, and you also kind of get to see maybe how different players, in terms of their their physio, physical skill set, yeah, how that can translate to a basketball court, and how mm-hmm. their skill sets on basketball can translate onto a uh, any event in track and field. Uh, I, I have always thought that track and field can be just such a huge confidence boost. Mm-hmm. We saw that with Isaiah Tyson last year. Yeah. I think Isaiah Tyson was always a good athlete. He was always going to be a strong kid. Mm-hmm. But I think when he came out of nowhere and qualified for state in the shot put and then mm-hmm. came out of nowhere and met and meddled in the yeah. shot put after not even being seated in the top four, yep. I, I think that's what propelled him to the self-belief that we saw yeah. in the fall that turned him into one of the most dominant football players in the state. Yeah. A Shrine Bowl vo- a Shrine Bowl uh, selection and someone who's also going to uh, go play college football uh, and he's doing very well in the shot mm-hmm. but again I think there's a there's a hope that he's going to not just medal he, he's going to be in the top three and compete for that and compete yeah. for a title uh, I've seen this not just with Isaiah I've seen it with Mariah Monroy at Cherryville mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I think Kinsey I mean Kinsey Baldwin probably gets a lot of confidence yeah. from it how do you translate uh, how does that what is that dynamic like from your perspective? So yeah, that is that is a great point. Uh, it last year with that, I, I just that was a big confidence boost for him at re- regional, right? That mm-hmm. was regional where he first shot up. Um, first off, I think it gives them, especially that regional, really the state one. Once you get to that state one, it gives them. First off, they get the uh, confidence from making it there. But then that aspect of it gives them the experience and it because it's a huge, huge stage and they're competing in front of a lot of people, a lot of different kids, a lot of different cities they've never even heard of. Um, and then for them to take that to actually right after summer weights and to get started on other sports, yeah. I, I think it does help those other sports. When you stand on uh, a podium among state peers yeah you, you feel a little different when you come back into your summer Ex- weight program exactly exactly and then i think i saw it with i see it with kenzie i see it with uh it and it, it brings like a leadership mm-hmm. aspect to the team it truly does and yeah. uh they're like they're respected by our teammates of course but even like you said it shot up like that he's respected by the other kids in the league throwing shot now. Yeah. And, and you get, uh, and that, and you talk, you want to talk about football. They mm-hmm. need, you know, I bet you if Josh Ivey said anything going into the off season, he said, man, we need leader. He, every yeah. coach is always going to say we need leadership. Yes. Well, there. there's a guy that just stood, stood tall among everybody. Exactly. And, and look what he did. I, by the way, I, I guess here's a random question to ask you. What was it like when you lost track? Uh, for the 2020 era, you were still an assistant at that time. That yeah. was that that had to, that was a that was a rough one for Barkus. It was just rough for all of us. That rough, sucked. Weird. Yes, it was. It it makes me real. It breaks my heart for 
the well, obviously that year's seniors who yeah. Uh, there was a girl on that team who Holly only, who only ran track. Holly, and we had Holly, and then we had Baldwin, Brett yeah. Baldwin, mm-hmm. and then uh, Posier, and it was a, a group of kids that were just that state. And yeah. it, it, Holly went off to uh, Emporia and is doing yeah. good there. Holly Marlowe, what another under the radar kid who was yep. very decorated, ran state and cross country, oh, was yeah. a state qualifier. Um, in uh, in track and field and in, in a few events, now a college runner, See, daughter daughter of the voice of the Vikings here <laughs> yes. on this show. Scott does a fantastic job. What a what what a good what a good uh, father daughter duo uh, right yeah, there. True, that is very true. Holly was great. So, oh, this is a good point. Holly and Grayson and Holly and we keep talking about Kenzie. It, it's just like one leaves and then. Grayson steps up, and yep. then Grayson leaves, and Grayson's taught Kenzie so well. Mm-hmm. Like we've, me and Mary, coach, shout out to Coach Freeze. Uh, <laughs> we've we've even called Kenzie Mini Grayson or something like that, just messing around. <laughs> when they get all stressed out before the race. We're like, okay, Grayson's not here right now, Kenzie. <laughs> here, if you want to really get under Grayson's skid, go up and call her Curtina. Curtina, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is great. I think I've heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> you uh you talk you know and then the other question i was going to ask you on the show is it, it's your first year being a head coach mm-hmm. uh taking over for the if you ask him legendary mm-hmm. rob barkas yes <laughs> legendary man we're really just watering down the meaning of that word at this point he's the <laughs> legend <laughs> Le- but uh, you know, Rob obviously was a longtime coach of that mm-hmm. team. Uh, you know, I, I know he was genuinely sad to give it up. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. but uh, you know, I, I know he was he, as sad as he was to give it up, he was very confident in the hands that he was leaving it in. What has been the dynamic shift now that you're the head coach? I know that probably I know a, probably a big difference is it's just more paperwork and logistics that you'd never truly think about. Uh, <laughs> that is true. <laughs> but yeah. It is. I mean, he did a great job mentoring me. Uh, amazing job mentoring me. Crazy thing is, it kind of seems like he he's he was at the meet last night. I mm-hmm. talked to him about track weekly. It it's it was so smooth, and the only we just miss him. You know, it's yeah. just like he. It's just that he's not there as much anymore. The kids still talk to Rob about track and stuff. He's been out helping us with handoffs. Mm-hmm. He was helping with handoffs last night before. Yeah. So it's not that. We just don't get to see him as much anymore. And it, 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 I'll tell you uh, what, he probably had the best four by one relay team that Parsons might ever have. Oh man! And just could not quite catch Bishop Meade. I know. The, oh my so goodness! I got my first year with uh, here, and then I was with him and his dad. And, oh no, uh, Piper. Yeah, it was, it was Piper, Piper. Yeah, that they. Man, Piper and Parsons that uh, year. Oh that my year goodness! Good rivalry. Year oh my one. goodness. As heartbreaking as that game was for Parsons mm-hmm. to lose, that might have been that is up there with one of the best high school basketball yeah. games I've ever watched. Yeah. I mean, it was a great game. Just throughout. I don't think anybody led by more than six. I know it. It was I mean, close the whole time. Yeah. Was, <laughs> it, that's Yeah. <laughs> um how has had some heartbreakers. Yeah, that that <laughs> you, was you guys had a heartbreaker at the end of the at the end of this past winter too. I mean, you guys were mm-hmm. who did you guys play in your substate first round? Tongi, Tonganoxie. Tonganoxie. Yep. I, I, your your draw gave you the best opportunity you were going to have mm-hmm. uh, to make say, and you guys had a chance against Tonganoxie. And I'll tell you what, man, 
Anthony Houck hmm. can stitch together more stitches together more comebacks than any coach I I've ever it. seen. It's gotten to the point where if I'm at a game and Parsons is down by 12 or 14, I think nine teams out of 10 in the state, probably more than that, they're, they're done. Yeah, They're done. That's generally how high school basketball is. Mm-hmm. Say what you want. It's hard to come back when you're down 12 or 14. Mm-hmm. If I see that for Parsons, I'm like, here it comes. We'll, we'll be back. <laughs> yeah, they've got them right. <laughs> Parsons has them right where they want them now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, I've seen them overcome 22, 24 points deficits to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. I mean, they what you were on that staff this year. Do you mm-hmm. have any inkling as to what that meant? What the, what that maybe what that man does to manifest that man the, hey the I don't, he is just very he's very clever he's good with the kids mm-hmm. as in getting them hey we're not done we're not done and I think we have good kids that knowing we're we're not done we are not giving up now um I, I yeah he's <laughs> I will say this he is a great. X's and O's coach, I think he he is. I, he sets the he sets the bar to me that more coaches need to learn, which is trust your players. Yeah, everybody. It's so cliche to me. And like when I was young, and I would get here, I would quote unquote buy into it. Mm-hmm. And every every coach saying, "Oh, the players need to buy in. We need that culture of buy in." Blah blah blah. It's so cliche to me to this yeah. point that it's almost annoying to mm-hmm. hear. One coach gave me the perfect answer, though. So one, so when, so when people uh, say, "Oh, we need a buy-in," I'm going to retort to them and say, "What does that look like mm-hmm. for this program?" Yeah, because everybody needs everybody to buy into what they're doing all the time. What does that specifically look like with this group that you're trying to do? One coach gave me a perfect answer, and she said, "Well, it's I need to buy into them, and I need to trust them. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how you get it. The two ways. And if it, yes, yeah. and Hauk, I think, does a great job of that. He mm-hmm. lets his players be themselves mm-hmm. out there. And I don't think enough coaches at all levels allow that. Yeah. They don't allow a player to you know, be not just be expressive, but be athletic in their way. Yeah. And he does a great job of that. Yeah, he does. How does that do how does that affect the just the psyche of that basketball team or, or any team really over the course of a season, do you think? Well, um, like the trust thing, it, mm-hmm. it is you got to get them to trust you. Mm-hmm. Or, As a coach. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, and he's really good at building that relationship with them. Um, I take that to track. I'm trying to like relate it to track. Um, with the, with the, can you rephrase the question real quick? Just how do you feel like, and if you want to, let's mm-hmm. talk about how it relates to track. How do you feel like a uh, trusting in your and in buying into your players, mm-hmm. your athletes, plays a role in, in a track and field setting? Obviously, with basketball, it's a little more, it's, it's a little more naked to the eye. You yeah. can see, okay, well, he's letting the players have freedom on the court and that creates some opportunities. That, that's where my brain how is does, going. Yeah. yeah. How does that manifest itself maybe on track and field? So. <laughs> With track, it, it is really like a comfort thing. And what what are you guys comfortable? Like, I'm thinking event-wise. Yeah. What are you guys comfortable doing? Um, I like to use Marion Ryan for an example with this. We kind of let him, we, good trust, you know, we kind of let him pick. He's got about six, seven events that he could get points in. Mm-hmm. Um, and pole vault is one of them. We've, we've practiced pole vault a little bit. We just, 
you know, he's he gets first and triple sometimes. He gets first and high quite a bit. He gets first, second, and long, and then top four, top three usually in hurdles. But then he's been trying javelin and stuff like that, uh, pole vault. So mm-hmm. just kind of letting him get the what do you want to do? Uh, that's just the example I used for track. Yeah. yeah. And that'll be, and I'll tell you what, Meyer and I and someone I'm very excited to watch. Yeah. Today. Wesley, thank you for coming on the show. It has been nothing but a pleasure. We need more track and field perspectives on the war room. Mm-hmm. Uh, door is always open. A message to all future guests. The man brought me a t-shirt when, <laughs> uh, to, uh, uh, as you know, as a kind gesture, uh, when he came on the show, uh, <laughs> let, let's make that the precedent. I, I really <laughs> think that should just be the standard. Uh, Wes, thanks, man. Hey. I appreciate you coming on. Uh, good luck at league and then regionals. And then I know I'm going to see you at stage as Absolutely. well. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, man, as much crap as I give Keisha justifiably too, <laughs> I stand by every word of it <laughs> to, to the grave. They do a good job with that state track and field. They do a great job. They do a job. great job with efficient. that state track and field. It's efficient. Yep. And it it, it it runs well and they and they have good staff there. I'm very happy yeah. with how they run state track and field. Yeah. And it's always the last event of the year for me too. Like mm-hmm. my my academic year for covering athletics starts with LCC volleyball at a Fort Scott tournament every year and it ends with the state track and field meet. In Wichita. And and then so, and then that drive home is always a <laughs> It's time deep. to go time to go take a nap for the yeah. next few weeks. But uh thanks again for coming on, man. Thank God you, bless. Sean. That'll do it for the war room. Everybody stay safe.